FM, New York, WKCR HD1, WKCR 89.9 FM, however you're coming at it, it's still us, and weeknights from 6 to 9 p.m., you know we bring you jazz alternatives, and occasionally on these Mondays, I do a show called Deep Focus, and what we do, we have a guest come in the studio, and that guest chooses a topic of such focus and I find live unreleased recordings of that subject from the WKCR archives and this is one of those nights and this is going to be a great one of those nights because our guest is going to be Firon Aklaf, brilliant drummer and uh, a man of Bold and rich spirit and uh, great passion and amazing, amazing drummer. And I'm always very excited when I get him to come into the studio. We've done some fantastic deep focus programs in the past. And uh, this one might just whomp all of them. The subject is going to be the magnificent Milford Graves. And I can't wait to hear what Fironakloff has to say about Milford Graves. There's a festival coming up at Milford Graves Life, well, uh, original and current home at the very least. I think he's always lived in um, South Jamaica, Queens. If not, um, he started there and he's there now at age 77, still playing and making beautiful music and uh, bold original ideas come to life from him. And this festival is going to be taking place. Well, I'm going to give you details about it coming up. It's it's coming this coming weekend in uh, Jamaica and uh, Jamaica Queens. So we're going to be talking about that. I've uh, got a whole bunch of things to discuss and a ton of great music, including some true rarities, which for the moment I'm going to hold in abeyance. I am looking forward to Ferone joining us in the studio very soon. But in the meantime. Going to play some great music for you all the same. My name is Mitch Goldman, and I've got uh, some real gems for you. This, we're going to actually play one of his released recordings to start with, one of Milford Graves' recordings. And um, it's a recording that even maybe some of his great fans might not have heard. It's, uh, it's a rarity indeed. It's a live recording from 1976 called Bobby. And uh, I suspect it might be one of Milford Graves' favorites because it's one of the ones that he himself mentions on his website out of all the recordings that he's made. So that inspired me to 
pull this one out and play it for you tonight. It's a live recording from the WBAI Free Music Store in 1976, an event that I think was put together probably by Verna Gillis, whose voice you hear at the very beginning of this. And he's joined on this. Milford Graves is playing percussion. Arthur Doyle and Hugh Glover are the reed men on it. It's called Bobby, and this first piece is called Ba. It's Deep Focus on WKCR. And now, Milford Graves, Hugh Glover, and Arthur Doyle. Thank you. 
music from Milford Graves, album called Bobby, and uh, this one released, recorded in 1976, Milford Graves, the percussion and vocalizing, and uh, also hearing the reads of Arthur Doyle, who uh, I knew many years ago, an old friend, lived up in Binghamton, New York, and Hugh Glover. And uh, this was, uh, let's talk about, let's talk about listening volume. If you don't mind. Now, I don't know where you might be listening to this. People listen to radio all kinds of different places. Maybe at home, maybe in the car, maybe you're at the office like Andy. If you can, if you have the speakers for it, if you have the neighbors for it, make it loud. There's a kind of physicality about this music. You should feel it. Ideally, you should listen to this music at the volume it was played, and it was not played quietly. It's, uh, it, should, it should make your bones move. It should be a physical sensation. And you'll hear things, you'll start to hear these voices in a way that you don't hear them at a lower volume. That's a little thought for you for the day. Continuing the album, it's spelled B-A-B-I, Ba-B-I. And we heard Ba, we heard B, and this piece is called Bobby, W-K-C-R.
That is the album Bobby, B-A-B-I, Bobby, by Milford Graves. You heard Hugh Glover and Arthur Doyle on the reeds and pretty much everything else, the percussion, the vocalizing from Milford Graves. Why are we playing Milford Graves? We don't need a reason to play Milford Graves, but we have one. And uh, if you're just tuning in, the show's called Deep Focus. I'm Mitch Goldman. We're on WKCR. And uh, what we do with this program, we, we invite a guest into the studio, and the guest chooses a subject of Deep Focus, and I go digging into the WKCR archives and find live, unreleased recordings. That album, Bobby, is, uh, was actually released. It was recorded in 1976. And it was put out, apparently, apparently, um, Andy Rotman, who was once upon a time jazz director here at WKCR, took a quick look online, said uh, he can't find it online for anywhere under 250 bucks. How do you like that? Mm. That's, people, people have some love <laughs> for Milford Graves, or they just treasure things that other people cannot have. But you can have it, because you listen to WKCR. So... Yes, Milford Graves is the subject of tonight's Deep Focus, and the person who brought it to us, ah, very happy to welcome back to the studio the magnificent Firon Akhlaf. Thank you, Mitch. It's great being here again, and I bet that music's going to go up to $500. I think so. An issue. I think so. I hope Milford's got a box of them stashed away someplace. Yeah, uh... we'll, we'll lug them around <laughs> this weekend. Yes, yes. Now, I said we do have a reason to celebrate Milford Graves, and we do. We do indeed. You are, uh, I should let you say, because you've been putting, pouring so much energy into organizing this. Well, one of the things that I always thought would be a good idea is that the area that Milford lives in, which I was quite unfamiliar with for years, uh, be featured and he be featured in it. Uh, it was something that I thought about many years ago, mostly because I knew him as a healer. And I also knew that there was some kind of jazz memorabilia going on there in the enlivenment of that community uh, because I was friends with Milt Hinton. So, but I never connected the two because I knew that that community would not necessarily connect with Milford and his cosmological approach to, to music that he had done and his really focusing talking about deep focus, focusing on his principles and his work and and being drawn from that neighborhood throughout the world to do his work. And it might be similar to uh, some of the times when an artist lives in a place and the place does not really know the significance of the artist who's living as his, their neighbor. Uh, so having this opportunity, meeting Kathy Hung many years ago, and she becoming the director of 
Jamaica Center for Arts and Learning, uh, we put this tribute together, and it's been an up, mo- upwardly moving uh, activity and and bubbling with uh, a largesse that was rather unexpected. Wow. Uh, we have a full weekend of performances. Mm-hmm going on with several brilliant young people that I don't even know that are just, you know, because you know, it, it doesn't take long to find them today, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you don't know uh, them yet. You don't know them yet. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, it's, it's very exciting, as well as some old cohorts. And so it's, it's a special weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what a privilege to be able to celebrate an artist like this still in full flower of his mm-hmm. gifts. Well, Kathy Hung came to Milford by way of his physical art, I should say, his, his visual, art. visual art, and uh, realized that he was the one that I was talking about for uh, quite some time, uh, who's just a couple of miles down the road. And they have such a wonderful space there to work with J.Cal, both the large performance space, the Jamaica Center for uh, Jamaica Performing Arts Center, and the educational institution and community service institution, uh, Jamaica Center for Arts and Learning. So this, and this is, if you don't know, we're talking about Jamaica, Queens, Queens, New York. And it's uh, so this is happening Friday through Sunday this week. And we're going to give you the whole rundown on um, what's happening a little bit later in the show. But uh, tickets are available. And yes. uh, it is happening at the Jamaica Center for Arts and Learning as well as the uh, Jamaica Performing Arts Center. Right. So you can just go to jcal.org. J-C-A-L dot org and you will see everything regarding the program and the ticketing. So since it's a radio show mm-hmm. and, <laughs> um, I want to hear I want to talk a little bit about Milford's music and I want to hear about your how you first became aware of and, and, and take that whatever direction you like. Well, uh, what happened for me was that I was attuned to all of the American drum set drummers who would use, first of all, the timbre and the coloring of African-derived music, African diaspora music. The, In addition to the rhythmic, you know, factors sometimes sound is really much more of the uh, recipe Um, sound and space and I became aware of that after deciding that this feeling of broadening uh, a listener's understanding of of rhythm was important and I focused more on the sound of a drum that would bring an emotion 
that I was concerned with. So I was began to seek out those who had these approaches. So of course I was, you know, weaned and brought up on all of the ones that we would hear on the radio, and um, but fortunately there were adventurous radio stations in my hometown, and I was able to. Uh, this was have Detroit, right? Detroit, yes, WDET, and uh, they were creative enough to have in their. Uh, programming, a musician to have a radio show as well, one of the most uh, significant contributors to the music, Kenny Cox, had a show in Detroit, and um, even college radio, I kind of poked around with that, Uh, so it, it was important for me to hear this new approach to music, because I had heard a lot, and uh I was very impressed with drum set duos as well. So, of course, one of the ones that stood out for me in the early 70s was uh, Milford Graves and Andrew Surreal. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, there's an interesting thing that happens in using drums and cymbals and their combinations, when you hear music this way that is uh, extra composed, um, the cymbals really stand out when the drums are functioning in a way that gives you this wide frequency band that happens when you hear Milford, when you hear Shannon, when you hear, you know, people that play quarterly in addition to a several uh, amount of syncopated lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's like chord progressions from the drum set. Uh, but uh, in addition, there are elements of being spirited that cannot be notated, that cannot be. Uh, s- described or 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 defined. They have to be experienced. Uh, yes, yes, and so th- that when when you hear that, you know it. You know <laughs> when you hear Milford, when you hear Frank Wright, when you hear Albert Eiler, when you hear uh, these things of a certain kind of energy that you know is hearkening both back in a hallelujah way and forward in a liberating way, you know. So these are the things that that tickled my fancy and and pretty much connected me to a a purpose for doing the music as opposed to just having a job, you know. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And uh, uh, did did you have opportunities to hear Milford play? At what point did you meet him? I'm curious. No, I I would call him on the phone. I, I di- didn't get to hear him play. And most of my uh, career in New York, I'd call him on the phone from time to time because that's what I did with folks from time to time. It's just, well, I think I should call them. You know, and there, there were people who would entertain my 
phone call, and and I, I'd be very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. And uh, so many of my elders, I just call up on the phone just be, just to just to talk. Yeah. And and hear what they had to say. Um, and so we chatted a bit, and but I never made it out to get acupuncture or uh, any of the other healing methods that he used, though many of my friends did, and I didn't even, they didn't even tell me that they did. I'm finding out now that they said, oh, yeah, he treated me, and, you know. So now, there, might, there might be people who are listening to this who are adoring fans of Milford Graves' music and don't know this aspect of his life. Well, and there are those who know the aspect of his life as a radiologist and a researcher in heart work and in, in the heartbeat variability studies, uh, who may not know of his musical That's life, true too. That's which true. is very, which is also very interesting. Um, can you? Talk a little bit about that for people who might be curious to know. Well, that's a, you know, there was a, a very nice event that happened that I couldn't attend uh, where he discussed some of these things. But I, so from our personal discussion, I would just like to say what I gained from him it it seemed that it was an an affirmation uh, that working with rhythm truly does affect one's heart and one's physical being we can all just say oh yeah that makes sense right 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 but when you're seeing it on the meter in an electronic representation or when you when it's very clear, like you know, my doctor told me once, he says, "Oh, you think you have high blood pressure?" I said, I don't, I, "Well, uh, he says, well, we'll sit down and meditate for ten minutes." Oh, yeah, I'm going to take it now, and I'm going to take it after you meditate. We'll see, we'll see if it go, see what happens. And of mm-hmm. course, it went down five yeah. points, just like you said. So, some of these things we hear about in terms of music's healing quality. And some of these things people put energy into working with to develop not necessarily a theorem, not necessarily an anecdote, not necessarily an answer, but an exploration, just like we do in music. Explore it. Find look look into it, and most likely you're gonna find something that is a confirmation of, you know, the the, the holistic elements involved in all of this. So that's that's mostly what I gained from him is that there is a reason that you're on the path that you're on, and and so for me rhythmically i mean we could we could go down to my own personal um uh issue which you know as a child i had a heart murmur mm. and and as an adult it was explained what was actually doing and and i i associated it very much with uh the the way i approach my work and my music and my my rhythmic sense uh needless to say 
it's a little offbeat. <laughs> <laughs> but it swings. <laughs> well, it's intentionally offbeat. That's why it swings. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, uh, yeah, this is not, this is, this is definitely a, a road less traveled. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. Well, you know, that is something that is said that all this, these rhythms come from heartbeat, from the way you walk, the way you move, all these things, they, they're available to us everywhere we look. Environmental conditions would have it that when we get away from all of our gadgets and our vehicles and sometimes even each other, um, then we're able to hear and receive. Our senses relax and open up. And we're able to be receptive to much more than we would expect. Uh, receptivity is big on my list of guiding others. And because, you know, it's in the role of disseminating information, uh, I would like to think of it as a guidance more than, more than uh, teaching. But um, this idea that we can listen to ourselves and learn just as much as we can and it can restore parts of where we believe we are incomplete that is a very important thing for 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 me and i think in music we have a great opportunity to to have a bunch of guinea pigs out there in the audience <laughs> and we try all these things and they everyone goes home and everyone's a little better or everyone's certainly different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah yeah. Wow. Wow. A lot to think about. Phil Ronakloff is my guest. I'm Mitch Goldman. We're WKCR. And uh, I should give you the whole spiel, right? We're WKCR FM New York and WKCR HD1. You could find us at WKCR.org or 89.9 FM or um, I don't know where else. Probably other places too, I'm guessing. But Did you say WKCR? kcr.org on the web i did oh yeah anywhere and you could tell maybe maybe you're an fm listener and you got friends in other places around the world you could tell them they could be tuned in they could join yeah you. i think i made a mention of uh 1800 est to all of those ah uh, yes Military. european and, and edt ed eastern daylight time daylight, daylight time oh you, you messed them up. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder why they're not listening now. <laughs> well, the show's called Deep Focus, and Firon is turning our attention to the magnificent Milford Graves. He's 77 years old and still making music and healing folks and living in Jamaica, Queens, which is hosting a magnificent festival. When we come back, I'm going to tell you, Firon and I are going to tell you about um, this really really impressive 
festival that's happening. This is going to be um, quite an event. And um, but but it's deep focus. So we do have some recordings that nobody's heard. They've been in the WKCR archives for who knows how long, and we've pulled them out, and we've got some gems. Now, did we decide, are we going to play that uh, one that we were talking about? Yes, please. All right. Now, I'm usually, okay. Yup, yup, yup. This one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, man. This is some stuff right here. Okay, so... Uh, you want to tell him? You want me to tell him? Well, I'll mention it. Bill Dixon, Milford Graves, duo, May 27th, 1984. It could only have been 1984 <laughs> yes. that the top of the gate, the village gate Imagine. of all places, Imagine. Uh, had a piece of music like this uh, associated with its name. But I do remember that more adventurous 83-84 period um, in which many of the folks that I was involved with were encroaching upon some of these older institutions with some serious, unique musical activity. And so here we have Professors Dixon and Graves. Indeed. Um, at the top of the gate, the village gate, that is the one on Bleecker Street that used to be so significantly. And that you know now. That, the that, space is still there. The space is still there. And it's at, functioning at, as? Functioning as the Poisson Rouge. Indeed. And... and uh, it's only because I, ha- I like the uh, Poisson Bleu that I could remember that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> One fish, two fish. One fish, two fish. <laughs> Some of us remember Dr. Seuss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't so, like to brag and I don't like to boast, said Peter T. Hooper. But speaking of toast, <laughs> keep going, please. Ah, <laughs> uh, toast to you. Um, the time is 45 minutes in total. So are we going to listen to well, all of it? Let's, uh, let's let it get it. Yeah, let's get or it cracked. We, we might jump in in the middle and just tell the newcomers what's happening. Okay, but. well, I got to tell you something funny about this one. Yeah. So listen out for when somebody says, believe it or not, give the drummer some. <laughs> <laughs> You might have to do something with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, this is a true rarity. This is what Deep Focus is all about. This and the dedicated attention that my guest, Firon Akhlaf, is bringing to this endeavor. And, yeah, set the uh, Deep Focus clock for May 27, 1984, top of the Village Gate here in New York City. Music from Bill Dixon and Milford Graves.
You're listening to a deep focus program from July of 2019. Fironak Lof was my guest, and Milford Graves was our topic. Firon had such love and insight into Milford's music, and in hindsight, it's such a joyous occasion that Firon got to celebrate Milford and his music with Milford participating. I got the very sad news February 12th that Milford Graves had passed away. This was not entirely unexpected to those who were close to him. He'd been unwell for some time. But uh, this program, I'm so glad that we got to do this. A similar one you could look for that William Hooker was my guest for. Pick the same topic, Milford Graves. Listen to Milford Graves' music and you will understand exactly why he's such an inspiration. He's so uniquely and distinctly and powerfully himself in so many ways. Don't you think? That's so exciting to me. Obviously, it is to these musicians. Well, that was part one that you just heard. There's two more parts. So go on and listen to them. And a bonus feature this week, I actually interviewed Milford Graves with Andy Rotman on WKCR in 1987. Wow. So I'm going to post that along with the three parts of this Deep Focus episode. So if you are uh, if you want to hear from the man himself, that's something to check out. Go on and check out part two. Uh, subscribe. You can find us on your favorite podcasting app or at mitchgoldman.podbean.com. There's, I think, like 120-some episodes posted. So... Uh, if that's not enough for you, I don't know what to say, but uh, hope you're enjoying it and go on and check out part two. It's deep focus. <laughs> 